Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second episode of the Dad Bod Podcast. <clears throat> so, um, one thing that I want to talk about today, and I think it resonates with a lot of fathers, is um, what your kids, when they grow up, they're, okay, so like, it, when your kids grow up, you, you kind of have a thought of like, okay, I, uh, whether it's you have, you know, sons or daughters, okay, I, I want them to play sports, or I want them to be in theater, I want them to be in, you know, choir, band, whatever. Um, you know, they, I think that every kid should have an extracurricular activity, whatever that is, you know. Um, but for me, I grew up in a sports family. So like I grew up, I played three sports in high school. All my sisters played three sports in high school. So, you know, we all kind of did our, that was our thing, sports. And like my, my dad was the same way. Um, and one thing that I've talked to with my wife, my wife, um, she, she played sports, but she also was involved in other curricular activities. Um, and it's like sports aren't everything. Um, and, and they're important, but, uh, you know, if, if, if our daughters want to do band or, or whatever, you know, I, it's not my place to say, oh, well, you have to play sports. Um, and I think we kind of, I don't know, like I, I was, a not to, not, I'm not talking. I was a, a, a first team all state football player. Um, you know, I, I, I went on to play football in college and, you kind of want your kids to be, oh, I, you know, I was a stud athlete back then. I want my kids to be the same way. And it's like, well, maybe your kids don't, aren't, aren't, aren't interested in that. Even, even if they have the physique and the body, you know, cause like you can't teach size, you can't teach, uh, you know, sp- you know, you can in some way teach speed and strength and all that. But like some, some of that stuff, especially when they're in high school is like very genetic. Um, but even if your kid has all the, you know, all the genetics that they need to be successful in sports, if they're not, if they're not interested, then, you know, they're not interested. Um, and, uh, I think that's important for parents to realize like, Hey, your kids may choose to be in choir or band, or they want to be in a, they want to be in the drama club or, you know, the glee club, whatever. Um, and to support them through that, like it's not what you want. I understand that everybody has a vision for their kids, but what they think their kids are going to be. But the reality is they're their own people. And if they want to be a part of the whatever, you that's not for you to decide. And I think that you need to support them. And, and how we run our household, I will support my children in every way possible with what they want to do. If it's sports, that's great. If it's not, that's great too. Whatever they want to do, you know. But I think it's important that they are involved in some sort of extracurricular. I don't want them just going to school and then going home. Um, or going to school, going to a friend's house. I think there needs to be some structure outside of school. I think that's very good for development. Whatever that is, again, that's that should be their choice. Now, again, when they're younger, they should try everything. Like, I remember, I, like I said, I was a sports guy. Loved sports growing up. Was not a fan of band or choir. That's just me. Well... You know, one thing that my mom did that was that was a very good for me was she made me do band and choir. She said, if you want to play football, I was in sixth grade. If you want to play football, you have to do band and you have to do choir. Okay, so I did it. I did it for one year. And I just, it wasn't for me. And I told her that at the end of the year, I said, I finished the year. I don't like this. I don't enjoy it. And she said, okay, that's all I ask. All I ask is that you give it a try. If it's something you don't like. You're going to finish it that for that year, but you don't have to come back. 
So I didn't. I was done with band and choir. I played sports throughout high school, and you know, and, and like like you said, as like a as like a dad that is a is a sports dad. You're like, oh, you know, I got two girls. Oh, they're gonna be one. They're gonna be heck of a volleyball player. They're gonna play basketball. They're gonna you know they're gonna do all these great things. And it's like they may not want that, and that's okay. Like I I really will be okay with that. I'll be I'll be understanding of. You know, I just think that like a lot of times we get wrapped up in what we think our kids should be interested in. And it's not necessarily correct, you know, because they're their own people. Um, you know, I I struggle with it because I'm saying this like, you know, you should be this way. But I, I know that I struggle with it. I, I will struggle if my kids do not want to be in sports. But I'm, I think that it's good to have the conversation, especially amongst us dads of like, hey, you know, we, like I said, we tend to live vicariously through our kids. Well, just because you were a stud athlete in high school or college or whatever doesn't mean that your kid has to do that. And they may not want to do that. And, and you have to be prepared to be okay with that. Um, and I, I, like I said, I, I, I think that it will be, you know, if my kids don't want to play sports, I'm going to have to really enjoy whatever they like doing. That's just going to, that's part of being their dad. It's part of the job. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay with that. I think it's going to be hard, um, but I think that it'll it'll all work itself out. It always does. If you're there for your kids, if you if you're present, not just being there physically, but if you're present and there, you know, when your kids need you, what they what they like to do outside of school or that really doesn't matter. I mean, it, you want your kid to be the best. The one thing I want my kids to do is I want them to give me my best. Give me your best. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Give me your best. If if your best, you know, is is last place, that's fine. Give me your best. Don't give me anything less, and I will accept that. Because um, you know that's like like I said in the last one. One thing that that we are teaching our kids is that there are winners and losers in life. There are, I mean, and you know it. I mean, whether you like to admit it or not, there are winners and losers. And if you give your best, your very, very best, you will not be a loser. You may lose. There may be times where you lose, but you will not be a loser. And that is a very important distinction to make that your kids are going to fail. We all fail. Everybody's failed. It's just how do you respond to that? Do you, do, you, do you start moping around? Do you give up? Or do you keep giving your best and keep giving your best and keep giving your best over and over again? That's what makes a winner. Um, you know, I think I heard something along the lines of like, it takes, you know, a thousand failures to, 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 to make one success. That, that is the perseverance of a winner. You, you have to be able to fail. And that's what we're teaching our kids that it's, it, it's okay to lose. How do you respond to that? That's what makes a loser. A loser accepts defeat. A loser sits there and says, I lost. I, I'm a loser. That's what I am. A winner says, I got beat. How I'm going to work my ass off no matter what it is, and I'm not going to let it happen again. And if it does happen again, I'm going to work even harder. I'm going to work, and I'm going to work, and I'm going to work, and I'm going to work until I don't lose anymore. I just think that's an important distinction to make um, when you're raising your kids. It's like you're going to lose. That doesn't make you a loser. Accepting that makes you a loser. And there are people that do that. That is a that is a fact. And And, and I don't mean to be harsh. Or, but I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and say that everybody gets a participation award because they don't. That's what losers think. 
losers think that everybody deserves a participation award because they can't win. And and the, the truth truth be told, we can everybody can be a winner. Um, it's just being persistent, being not accepting defeat. Yes, you're going to lose. Don't accept it. Work harder. Do better. Be better than what you were yesterday. Um, you know, one thing that that I was was taught, I learned just being in sports. I did my two main sports in college. I played football in college, and then I was also on the track team as a thrower. I threw shot put and uh, discus and hammer and weight. Um, when you're on the football team, it's a team setting, right? That is you working with 12 other or 10 other guys um, to as a collective unit. Um, you guys are working as a collective unit to, to a, towards a goal. That's a team sport. Um, and then you go on the track side of things where it's just you. you. You're throwing a shot put or whatever. Whatever your mark is, that's what it is. Um, are you going to shower? No, I'm doing a dad bod podcast right now. No, that's okay. Do you do you want to do a Happy Campers podcast? I'm going to plug Happy Campers podcast again on this. This sorry, my wife just came downstairs. She's putting the kids to bed. Um, we can do whatever you want to do. You want to shower? Yeah. Okay, she's going to shower. Yep, that's fine. Um, so, anyways, like wh- like I was saying, when it's when it comes to being on the track team, it was like this is just you. It's like there's no like opinions about how how you compete in track there is your mark so if you throw the shot put 60 feet and somebody throws it 61 feet or 60 feet one inches they beat you um so it's it it, it's kind of two different different worlds that 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 you end up playing in and it was a good lesson for me where it's like you you know um i was uh a track athlete, and and I think that, that I, I excelled at that. You know, like I said, there was definitely times where I lost. My senior year of track, I was I was ranked number one, and I scratched out in state. Terrible failure. I didn't accept it. I went on to college and I won conference championships. You know, I, I I I did really good things in my college career. Could it have been better? Of course, but you don't accept the loss. Um, and then on the football side of things, you know, like I said. I, as a first team all state football player um in high school and I went on to play in college and I'm fortunate to do that um and that again then then it's not just you relying on yourself it's your teammates right you if if you if you fail in an in individual sport you're just failing yourself you know like track yeah that's a team sport but really you're failing yourself if you fail in a team setting you fail your team you fail the guy to your left and to your right um and so I think those are good lessons. That's why I, I like to talk about, you know, the, the sports side of things. But that can be applied to anything. That can be, you know, it can be applied to choir. If you're if you're doing a, if you're if you're in choir and you're doing a solo song and, and you don't prepare and you don't do what you're supposed to do and you and you, and you mess up, you're, you're hurting yourself. Well, if you're in choir and you're singing with a group and, and you don't prepare and you don't do what you're supposed to do and you fail, you're you're failing the group. So I think that it's important for us to realize that there's there's different aspects of of life that our kids can go through that can simulate what we went through especially if it's not the same again if you're a choir family and and your your, your kid wants to play football or, or do sports i think that you should encourage them to do that I'm, I'm this is both sides it's not just you know like i said i come from the sports side but 
really it should be about, be about what your kids want to do. You know, like uh, when I was in high school, we had a kid that was very uh, physically gifted, genetics. He was very, very tall, very strong, very big. Would have been a wonderful football player, but he couldn't play football because his parents wouldn't let him. They didn't, they didn't want him playing football. They wanted him to do other things. And it's like, you know, he wanted to play with us. He wanted to be on the team and he couldn't because of his parents. Well, I don't, I don't think it's, it's a parent's responsibility to dictate what their kids' interests are or what they think they should be. I think it goes for, for both sides. Um, and, and I think that no matter what your kids do, as long as it's extracurricular and there's some sort of accountability, they're going to be successful as long as they give their best. Um, I just, you know, it, it was weighing on me today where it's like, I look at my, I look at my two girls and, um, I'm like, I love you. I love you so much. I love you. I love you more than I love myself. So anything that you want to do, anything that you want to be, I will do everything in my power to make that happen. But at the same time, I, I have to also understand that they need to be the ones to make, to make it happen for themselves. They, I have to teach them. We, we have to teach them that that if they don't put in the work, if they don't do their best, they're not going to succeed. Um, cause you can only do so many handouts in life. And, and, and as parents, I think it's hard because we, we want to just feed our kids what they need to be successful. And we need this, the, the reality is our kids need to be able to fail. Now we need to be there for them when they fail, but when they fail, we're able to, to, exp- to, it's a lesson. It's an example where they can say, okay, I failed. Why did I fail? What did I do wrong? How can I be better next time? That's the attitude of a winner. And so, you know, there's people, there are people that are down on their luck that, 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 and, and I'm not, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that have been kicked down and they've accepted that they're down. They've accepted defeat. And, and that's just not the mindset that, that we are teaching our kids. I'm not saying they're going to be perfect or they're going to be super successful, even though we, we, we want them to be. In the end, it's their decision. They have to put in the work. Um, and it's really hard lessons to teach your kids when it's like, how do we want to navigate this? Where it's like, um, you want to be able to, 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 you hate to see your kids fail, but at the same time, it's like, it's so good for them. It's such good lessons to, 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 to feel the burn of failure and never want that to happen again. Like I said, when I, when I scratched out in state, meaning I didn't get a, I was throwing shot put in state my senior year of high school, I should have won. I should have been a state champion, number one gold medal, and I didn't even place. That sucked. It burned so bad. And I never forget, my dad came up to me and he said, what happened? What happened? And I said, Dad, I don't know. And he said, what can you do to make sure this doesn't happen again? How are you going to prevent? Because he knew it wasn't the end. I wasn't giving up. And I, and, and I think that's a good, good, good way to approach that. It's like, okay, this happened. And he wasn't mad. Like, he wasn't upset. He was just... What are you What are you going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again? And to to approach it in that way, where it's like you 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 have accepted the fact that you failed, you have you have you have failed you yourself, you, and and maybe it wasn't you know anything of your own, but it, it's something that 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 happened that that the outcome wasn't what you expected. What can you do to make it better? Um, I think that that's a that's a lesson that we that we need to apply to parenting our children and it's not easy to do but when you spoon feed your child answers and you spoon feed spoon feed them 
you know, solutions to problems and don't let them fail on their own, that's not good for them. It, it doesn't teach them anything. There's no lessons involved. Um, so I, I think that one thing that, especially as dads, and and again, I have a traditional ideology when it comes to the household where, you know, the, the mother is, she's the nurturer and the carer and the provider, or and the nurturer, the carer, and like, and she like, you know, it, it helps the kids through, you know, what they need. But as far as a father figure, you know, he's, you know, he's the provider, the protector. He kind of does the, the, it's a team effort between a mom and a dad, how you steer your kids. But the father is very much so like the, he's the, the rock. He's the one that helps. And, 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 you know, so as a father, and I think as, as fathers, um, that are listening to this, it's like, what can we do when our kids fail to, 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 to explain to them that, that yes, it sucks. And yes, this is not a good feeling. It's not the end of the world. Life goes on. How do you keep this from happening? And, and it's going to happen again. Like I said, your kids are going to fail over and over again. We all, we all have failed over and over again. It is, it, you know, it goes back to the old saying, it's not, you know, it's not when, it's not that you, it's not how hard you got hit. It's how hard can you get hit and get back up, right? Because life hits hard. I mean, it kicks your face in. But but teaching your kids to be resilient and, and accept accept the fact that, yes, I failed. I take responsibility for my actions in this failure. I'm not blaming other people. What can I do to keep this from happening? Because when you, and I've seen this in my own family, when you have somebody that, fails over and over and over again and they do not take responsibility for their own actions they become losers because it's never their fault it, it the the reason that they're not successful is completely out of their hands and they're a victim this happened to me because of so and so so and so did this and, and it's such a load of horse shit it, it, it's actually sad where it's like if you were to just accept responsibility for actions that you've taken that you've done in life and change it and and turn it into a positive and do a better thing you would be so much better off but there are so many people and like I said I this has happened in my family I, I have seen it firsthand where they fail their they their life is not where they want it to be but it's not their fault it's somebody else's fault they're the victim I will not let my children play the victim. Whether or not, there, like I said, there are people that are down on their luck and they, they have real causes to be upset about the situation that they're in. But when you accept that and accept that that your life is where it is because of other people, not because of decisions that you make, you, you, are, you are losing control of what you do. You are giving your, the control of your life to somebody else, whether you acknowledge it or not. So... I think that, yeah, there are times where people screw you over and, you, and, and and maybe it was out of your hands. But the lesson is, how can I do it to where I can control the outcome more, to where my hard work is going to be reflected upon me in a better manner than, oh, I just, I just, I got screwed over by so-and-so and now my life sucks and I'm not doing anything about it. That makes a loser. And, and I think that you have to be able to, it's a hard lesson to teach, especially children of like, okay, like in a team sport, you could have a you could have a child that, um, you know, does everything right. They're at practice on time. They show up. They go to the weight room. They do this, but so and so doesn't do that. So and so, you know, on the team is lazy, and they're not a team player, and they're a loser, um, and that's going to happen. And they're the team is going to fail because of that. Well, 
what do you do? Well, you teach your, you, you, you teach your kid, well, you got to keep them accountable. Make sure they're at the weight room. If they're not at the weight room, make sure that, that the proper people know so that the people that are putting in the work and are doing things right are putting the team in the best position to win and to be successful as they possibly can. Um, it, it, to me, it's like you may fail in life because of other people, but accepting that it's just other people's fault and there's nothing you could have done about it, that's not acceptable. Um, even if you don't see it coming, it's just you have to be able to push on, move forward, and say, how do we prevent this from happening again, even if the failure was totally out of your hand? Even if you did everything right, there are things, you, there's a positive to take out of every negative situation. Um, and, and that's, it's been weighing on me. I don't, I don't know. I just, I think that as dads, we, we really have to be able to teach our kids this lesson. It's a hard lesson to learn. Um, and I just... I think that it, that it's very important. So uh, I think that we all want to raise winners. We all want our kids to be winners. And I think it starts with accountability for their own actions. And even when failures aren't their fault, um, like I said, in a team setting, what can we do to make sure that things are in place so that doesn't happen again? Because failure is failure no matter what. It's wrong. It sucks and it burns. We, we all go through it. But we have to be able, what winners do, winners fail. But winners find a way to fail further than they failed the last time. Okay, we failed here. I'm not accepting that. Now we're going to move forward. We're going to get further than we got last time. Okay, we failed here. Now let's move forward. I think that that's a hard lesson to teach our kids, but it's something we got to strive on. So anyways, I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Dad Bod Podcast. Again, I appreciate you guys listening. It is so fun doing this. I'm just going to kind of come on here whenever I can and uh, just bullshit with you guys about being a dad and what I think uh, what I think a dad needs to do so um, anyways guys I appreciate you listening and we will catch you on the next one